Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I got a very interesting email from a woman who is struggling to find accommodation that is pet-friendly and will take on her birds. Yes, her birds. And Erica is going to talk to us about it in a second um, because she runs in the email. But in 2018, Dogs Trust received an alarming 75 emails from members of the public who were looking to give up their dog due to problems moving property with their four-legged friends, which is 15% of all surrender request emails received last year. And in the UK, it was announced in January that a ban on pets should only be enforced where there is good reason, such as in, you know, smaller properties or flats where it may be impractical. And I, I would agree with that. You should not be allowed to keep a large dog in an apartment. A small dog, yes, certain breeds should be allowed, but not large dogs. Uh, in the response to the announcement from the UK Labour spokesperson on housing, Senator Rebecca Moynihan, uh, claimed that the ban on pets in rented accommodation affects uh, many from older people moving into senior citizen accommodation who are asked to give up their pets to families excluded from owning uh, a family pet because they are stuck in the rental system. And landlords sometimes will charge a pet fee, a pet rent or a pet deposit. And this is the question I want to ask. Should that be illegal? Now, I know for a fact... Um, that I know somebody who's renting an apartment. They were charged an extra thousand euro for the deposit, which I understand. I do understand in case there's any damage because they have a dog. It's a small dog. But in case there's any damage, I understand the, the extra thousand euro deposit. But then they're charged an extra 200 a month for the dog. Now, it's only a small dog. So they're charged an extra 200 a month for the dog. And I'm thinking to myself, if the person had a baby, would you charge them 200 extra for a baby? Of course you wouldn't. That would be completely illegal. If they had children, which are quite capable of damaging property, you know, drawing on walls, etc., would you charge them extra rent because they had children? No, you wouldn't. So why are you charged extra rent for a dog when you've already paid a little bit more probably for your deposit? So the question I want to ask is, should it be illegal to charge more when you have a dog or somebody has a dog? And should it be illegal to refuse somebody to rent a property if they have a dog that comes into the category of allowable or permissible dogs. In other words, I think we should set out certain breeds that you cannot keep in an apartment. I don't disagree with that. But certain breeds, you know, small breeds, should be allowed to be kept in apartments. There shouldn't be any reason. And should it be illegal? Do you think that landlords should have the right to deny somebody access to rental if they have pets? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 That's 087 Now, let me go to Erica, who started this conversation, by the way, uh, by sending us an email. Erica, hi, how are you? I'm very good. Hi, Niall. Good. Thank you for having me on the show. Now, originally from Germany, now living in... What part of the country are you in again? Remind me, Mayo? McCroom County Cork. McCroom County Cork. Sorry, why did I think of Mayo? Because somebody mentioned Mayo to me earlier <laughs> on. Okay, so you're in McCroom and Cork. And now, the pets you have are a little bit unusual. So, tell they me, are. what are they? They are cockatiel birds. Now, they're in nobody, they're not just birds, they're little parrots. Right, okay. So, they're not as big as a parrot, but not as small as, as a budget, uh, budgie. Do they so talk? They can talk. Mine are actually very, very trained. Okay. So, I don't have no doors to the conservatory, so they stay in there when they Avery, and they would never dare go into the living room. Never, ever. Okay, so how did you start this? How did you start this fascination with cockatiels? Um, actually, um, it was three years back, and um, my husband and I were walking through Cork, and we passed along the, the pet shop. And I always 
go into pet shops and look at the birds. We never, ever have had animals over here in Ireland. So what happened is that they were actually a very, very small ivory. It was only like 80 centimeters okay. wide and two meters high. And there were about 60 budgies and two lonely cockatiels. Two little lonely cockatiels. Yes. And they, and they look sad. Very, they look very sad. They look very rough. And all they had to eat was the budgie food, which is not so good for the cockatiels. Okay. So I said, right, I'm going to take them. I'm going to pick them up. That wasn't a Tuesday. So and were they expensive? Were they expensive to buy? Oh, no, no, no. They're not all expensive. There's only 50 euros each or 55, up to 60 euros maybe. Okay. And um, so I said, okay, I'm going to pick these two up on um, Thursday. So I went home and actually got myself a cage and everything. I went there first thing Thursday morning, got them out of there. And that was it. I had my first two cockatiels over here. Um, and were they boys um, or girls? Yes. <laughs> and that's where the trouble starts. Actually, after a couple of months, we found out girls. And I said, oh my God, they're so lonely. Who wants to be lonely? <laughs> there were two girls and they were lonely. Yes. Okay. And so you felt they deserved a boyfriend. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And so what I did is then I had a good look around and um, I couldn't really find anything. Nobody actually had cocktails until I went um, into a pet shop. I'm not going to name any yeah, go ahead. part of the yeah. family, anything. And uh, they had some cockatiels there. And it looked very, very rough. And I mean, terrible in the state. You couldn't, when you walked into this Avery, you could actually walk in, but you were standing in, sorry, in bird poop all over, all over the place. Your knees. It okay. was terrible. So I took all of them. You, bought, um, you took all of them? I took How all many? of them. How many? That was, that was four or five at that time. Okay. And, and were, they, were they boys or girls? Oh, you never know at the beginning. I was going to say, can you tell the difference, like? Um, um, you find out later. If once you have, them, is it not like a normal animal? Can you not just have a quick look? No, and see? no, no. You can't. No, you can't. You can make it out of the once they get a little bit older. You can make it out of, okay. of the feathers. Right. But, okay. Um, actually, you just need time and have to wait. So, and at that time already, there was a little box there as well. Oh no, that was when I got uh, next time when I went for some food. I got there and there was a little box standing there and. Um, I said, well, I looked into this box. There was just a little small hole in it. And I said, what? there's a cockatiel inside. Oh, yeah, he's sick. And I said, okay, so they're going to take him to the vet. Okay, so I left him there. Three months later, I actually went there to buy some more food. And um, actually, the box was still standing there. And I said, uh, sorry, excuse me, what about the cockatiel here? He said, what cockatiel? And I went, the one in the shoe box. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have him 50 euros or 40 euros or whatever it was. Yeah. So I took him home. Apparently, um, he was very, very sick. He had a tumor on his left leg. So I went to every vet I could find, even up to Dublin, from Cork to Dublin. And there's apparently a very, very special, good specialist there. And a cock- a well, cockatiel vet. <laughs> uh, yeah, they need special care, you know. I know, yeah. So he, uh, he, so it's obviously a vet that specialises in exotic animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, he fixed. Uh, I need. We need to move on a little bit. The story. So he fixed the cockatiel. Thankfully, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he, he didn't. didn't. Oh, he didn't he fix didn't the cockatiel. Fix no, you cannot just fix. Oh, you know, the doctor cannot just fix you when you're ill. Oh. You know, you have to like. It, it depends on the illness that you've got, and he had a tumor right up to his stomach, like from the leg up to his stomach. So they couldn't take off the leg or nothing. So 
um, he had a very, very good life, almost a year here. Oh, you're not going to tell me he died, Eric, are you? Oh, he did. Ah, jeez. Now you see, now the audience are upset now. now. (laughs) I I thought we were going to get, I thought it was going to be a wonderful ending to that particular story and he was going to revive him or something. No, no, I never have wonderful endings because apparently he died only in December. Right, okay. What was his name? Lucky. Lucky, he wasn't, he, well, he wasn't so lucky him, really, was he? No, he was because I got him out of there and he had almost a very wonderful one year. Okay, well, okay, so let's get back to the story. So how many cockatiels do you have now? Fifteen. Oh, Fifteen cockatiels. And, yeah. and where are they kept currently at the moment? They are kept in the conservatory and actually they've got a big um, aviary where they only sleep in. And so otherwise they're out and about. They're out there In the conservatory? Like, yeah, they've got and, like like a tree in there where they where okay. They and do they poo them. everywhere? Um, yes, but I actually have got uh, myself something. Um, what do you call it? Linoleum or something like 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 not 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 a carpet. Which one you can wipe off? Sorry, I can't remember the name now. Yeah, lino, you, lino. So, yeah, yeah yes. lino. So okay. I put that on there so that nothing gets damaged, and I just wipe it off all the time. Yeah. And I mean, their poo is is, is, is actually. Smaller than the birds. Okay, so your, your problem is you're in a rented house, okay? Yes. And how long have you been in that rented house? Eight years. You're eight years in that rented house. Everything mm-hmm. is fine. It's all your own furniture, etc., etc., right? Yes. And now you've been told by the landlord that you have to be out in January, well, in January next year. Yes. And he's given you nothing not wrong with, there's no, no nothing wrong with the situation. The landlord has a right to do that. Okay. Uh, because they're selling the house or whatever. And so mm-hmm. you, you accept that. You have to get out. But you've nowhere to go because nobody's going to accept you with your 15 cockatiels. Exactly. Even though I do, you know, when you said before the show started, you said, are they allowed to take a pet deposit or something? I'm willing to pay the pet deposit and I'm actually telling them I will be as much as you want. I'm willing to give you the pet deposit because at the end, if nothing is happening, I'll get that back. But, you, but you're going to need a special type of property because no, not every property is... House, well, just it's just a detached house with a conservatory in it, and that's it. I yeah, don't but, yeah, but how many detached houses with conservatories are there available? There probably aren't an awful lot, are there? There are. There Would you are. not? Could you not get a detached house and then build an aviary out the back? I wouldn't take them outside. Why? Never ever. Because they, <laughs> you wouldn't believe this now, but mine are always used inside. They are afraid if any. You could heat it. You could like put a heat lamp in it and keep it warm. No. No, there no. no, no. I would. You know, if I if, if if you would have guests and you wouldn't have an available room, you wouldn't let them sleep outside in a tent. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> but, they're, yeah, but they're cockatiels. They're animals. They don't mind. Yeah, but animals are your best friends. I oh, know. I'm not saying you they're don't not see friends like that. Some no. people, like for example, some <laughs> people keep their dogs outside in kennels. I know, I don't find that, I don't like that. Yeah, it's not my, well, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. I mean, I keep the dog inside. Yeah. But in saying that, you know, needs, what they call, I don't know, I know you're German and everything else, but I'm sure the translation works, but ne- as they say, needs must. Did you ever hear that saying? No. Okay, needs must. It means basically you have to do what you have to do to, to make sure that you have somewhere to live with your partner. And I know both of you are working and you're remotely working, no. so you can move to another part of, of Cork if that's necessary. Um, oh, wait, we can move all over. In yeah, Ireland. once there's internet, once yeah. there's internet, you can move. Yeah, uh, and you can you can go anywhere in Ireland. Is that what you're saying to me? Yes. Once you can bring the cockatiels. Once I can bring the cockatiels, and I would be, I'm even willing to pay lots of pet deposit and whatever 
you know, but there is actually it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. See, there's, not, there's very actually, with the, I Erica. Call, I, I get your I get your plight, and I yes. empathise with you. I really do. But there's very few landlords are going to let you let fifteen cockatiels run amok in their house. They're not up in the house. No, but they're in, in the conservatory. Room. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're still pooing yes, all over the conservatory. Yes, but so as you said, children do damage things. Yeah, but children, children don't poo on the floor, but they do. Well, I know, I know children, I know children can do damage. I've got two children. They're grown up now, and if they hear this, but they did that. (laughs) They They, did pee on the floor. They did, because they they, they actually get off their their nappy, and that's it. You Hmm. don't even have seen it, and then they wipe it all over. Yeah, but they're not doing it all. They're doing it for a period of their life, a short period in their life. The cockatiels are doing it all the time. Yes, but they're not outside all the time. They're outside because they need their flight. Otherwise, they are mostly in in or on top of the but, aviary. Yeah, but it is, Erica, it's a big ask. Would you know, accept that? It is a big ask. No, whatever is, about I a like, little dog. Yes, of course I do. I yeah. do. That's why I'm willing to pay a lot of money for pet deposit. And this would be, and I, nobody actually says, yes, I, will, I would like 6,000 euros. But I pay that. No, but, yeah, but why, well, then here's a logical question, Erica. I, I don't know whether you're planning on staying in Ireland. Why not just buy a house then? Exactly. That's what we don't know. And if we buy a house now and then decide later to go back to Germany... Well, you can rent a house. house. <laughs> yes. To other people I with know. cockatiels. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you no, bought a house, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming you sound like you're in a reasonably yes, good financial we, situation. We have, been, we have been thinking about this as well. But getting a mortgage now with this, we don't have enough time because... By January, well, yeah, January yeah. It, it will not be over the tape, so there is not enough time. So what are you going? But Erica, what are you going to do by January? And and by know. the way, I'm I'm urging. If that's any, why I'm, well, can that's I just? Why I wrote to you. <laughs> well, well, let me just throw it out there. If anybody has a detached property that you're willing to rent, and she's willing to pay extra on the deposit because she has her fifteen cockatiels, right? She will keep them to one part of the building. If anybody's willing to to rent out to Erica, they're happy to move anywhere because they remote work anyway, and. Obviously, she'd look after you. So, if anybody's waiting, please let us know, okay? You know the number, 087-188-008. But, Erica, here's the situation. What happens by January if nobody is willing to rent you a property to allow the, you know, the cockatiels to fly around and poo on the floor? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm trying to find everywhere. But, but you have to have, there has to be a plan B, Erica. See, the, the thing is, I have actually said that they're inside. And then it says, uh, no, we wouldn't even have them outside. They would not want an aviary actually on their property. Mm. So, so, so it doesn't matter. And then it is not only it's not even only the. I mean, the rental market is going crazy now. I've called somebody, or they called me back. Says, well, yeah, okay, you said yeah, that you're going to to um, pay pet deposit. Okay, what you've got? Okay. So um, are you smokers? And I says, yes, but um, we are smoking outside, so no smoking inside. And it says, parties? And I went, I beg your pardon? He <laughs> says, parties? Parties. And I said, parties. And I says, um, occasionally, I says, when it's my birthday, says, oh, no, this is not a party house. Uh, we, we don't want that. I know, they're all getting very fussy. See, the thing about it is, it's their market. The landlords can pretty much say what they want. So I'm getting back to the question I asked you, right? And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be doing a topic now in relation to pets in general in properties and renting of properties in pets because there is loads, there should be legislation in relation to it. But as it is, the Residential Tenancies Act covers privately rented accommodation in Ireland outlining basic statutory obligations for landlords and tenants. But the law is silent on whether a person can have a pet or not. So there's nothing in the law to protect you, right? 
mm-hmm. the point is, what are you going to do in January if you found it? What's your plan B, Erica? Are you we gonna, don't have a plan B. Are you going to just, not, but you're going to have to give them away. No. Well, what, 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 what no, are you, you going to sleep on the streets? No. But at the moment, I do not have a plan B. Not yet. We received the letter like six weeks back. So we only just started. Plan B will follow, but not at this very moment. Not at this very because moment. Plan because Plan B will have to include, because your landlord, you know, who's being fair, and he's given you the, the allotted time to move out, obviously, to January. It's plenty of time, right? So there's no, we're not having a go at your landlord, and your landlord is obviously very, you know, obviously, you know, accepts that you have the cockatiels. But so your landlord is saying you have to get out. So you have to get out in January. So by January, you have to find a home and your cockatiels have to find a home. So if you can't get a home together, you're going to have to home them somewhere or, I hate to use the word, put them asleep. Erica, is she gone? Well, I've lost her. For some reason, Erica's gone. We'll try and get her back there if we can, all right. Uh, Now... The question I'm asking, oh, sorry, she's back. Is she back? Are you back, Erica? Yeah, yeah. yeah I so, so, hang up. Okay, <laughs> I thought you hung up on me. No. Okay, so, yeah, the, so the final bit, of the, what I'm saying is by January, you're going to have to find them a home, find you a home. Failing that, you're going to have to move somewhere, you and your partner, and maybe, you know, either give them a home, the cockatiel, somewhere else, or put them asleep. The last thing, the thing is, would you believe, um, with everything what I've seen here, how 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 some people do um, actually treat these cockatiels? Because what I was about to say is where I got the last cockatiel from is where they had to close that pet shop down because there were loads of dead animals there. I know, I know, and I know okay. that happens. And, and by so, the way, so, there should and, be legislation around that as well too. And I wouldn't, I would not allow these birds to go anywhere or even part them. They're like one big family. One is missing, that's it. If I take one and go to the vet, that, that's it. You see, so that's one whole family. And before I give them away, I would actually put them down. I would. Honestly. If there's no... Honestly, I, can, I could cry now, but if nobody's willing to rent me just a normal house, and there's houses everywhere, if they don't accept a pet deposit from however they want, like say six thousand euros, they could even build their, their, their self a new conservatorium. There, you're, break, you're breaking up just a little bit, Eric. Sorry, just move your move your phone, Erica. Sorry, I am. Yeah, yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so actually, there must be a chance. There must be a chance because now, even in this pandemic, now people have bought loads and loads of animals, and I, I see this obviously over the road. Mm. And if they need to move out. That's it. Can we have, do we really have to put all the animals down just because nobody wants us anymore? Why sell these birds or put these birds in, in ivory to for sale if, if nobody actually... Um, Some, then, then, then it should be forbidden to sell them. Somebody just said set them free. What would happen if you just let them go? They'll die. Would they? Yes. Terribly. Terribly. What? If if you if what, I like the sparrowhawks would get them, of course, yeah, of okay. course, no way, and that's cruel because somebody actually says flush them down the They'd toilet, be eaten up by a gang of crows. Yes, and that's, I've heard that lots of if they, with my with my sick bird, they says, "What well, you went all the way down to Dublin? I would have just flushed him down the toilet." How cruel! Oh, no, I know, I know. How I know. cruel! 
Well, look, I, Erica, I wish you luck with your cockatiels. Thank you. And if anybody listening on this show has got a detached house, <laughs> please. Okay, please. so you, ideally what you want is a detached house with a conservatory. Yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter where it is. Okay, and you, you want to rent it out? And we've got excellent references. Excellent references. Yes. And 15 cockatiels. And 15 cockatiels. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, I, maybe there is somebody in the country listening who has a house with a conservatory, you know, and is willing to give it to you, you know, or let you rent it. And you're happy to pay the extra deposit to cover yes. any damage the cockatiels might do. Yes. Okay. And, and that's fair because you're happy to do that. I, and yes. If anybody's listening, please let us know. The number is 087-188-0008 can WhatsApp or Texas. Eric, I wish you luck here in the cockatiels. Are they, are they, do they make much noise, by the way? That's why we need a detached house. Oh. Not all the time, but they can be loud. Okay, are you are you near them there now? Um, yes, I'm just upstairs. Okay, but can you? Why can't we hear them? Um, because the door is closed. Oh. <laughs> Wait, go, go in into them there. See. see, can you get them to talk? There. Wait, wait, wait. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I still hear you. Yeah. Okay, let's go inside, shall we? Yeah, go inside the cockatoos. <laughs> they're actually they're actually going to your babies now. Are they your, do, you call, do you call them your babies? Have you got names for them of all? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. See, we're in here now and they're looking because I'm on the phone. I, I can hear them now, yeah. <laughs> hmm. There you go. Not, not as noisy as I thought they'd be. Can you get one of them to talk? Um, wait. No, they're talking to themselves. They're talking to themselves. Well, listen, Eric, I have to let you go because I have to go into break. But listen, I wish you luck, Erica, all right? Thank you so much. You take good care. Okay, bye. Thanks for writing to us. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. There's Erica. She's in a dilemma. If you know a house detached anywhere in the country because they remotely work, they seem to have a few quid and they don't want to buy a house because they might be going back to Germany. They've been here a few years. That's the deal. They need a house for the cockatiels. Will it conservatory? I can see. And she's going to put liner down so we can just take it back up again when they move out. So it won't do much damage or anything. I don't think it would anyway. Um, because she loves her cockatiels. Let us know. 087-188-008. And the question is, should there be legislation, not about cockatiels, by the way, but do you think that landlords should have the right to deny somebody access to rental properties if they have a small pet? Let me know. I mean, they wouldn't stop you if you had a child. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-008. Let me go to Jude. Jude, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you, Jude? Not too bad at all, no. Now, Jude, you have properties. You're a landlord. Yes. Are you still a landlord? Yes. No, no, the, the reason I ask is because so many landlords are now pulling out of the business because it's so... Loads. Place. There's loads. There's, because there's so many stri- restrictions. Both of us, we can't, we have, uh, we can't hire the rent now. We, even when it was legal, when it was going to be legal, we, they, we did, the government didn't even want us to hire it by 8%, but we were legally able to do so because we waited so long. Mm-hmm. We were to actually put it forward to January. In January now, they won't be able to do a thing about it. The rent will go up eight percent if landlords want to do it. Well, yeah, that's, good. Well, well, that's so because they're going to double. Yeah, they're going to double the four percent. Of course, yeah. All right. Now, but leaving that aside, and that's a whole other debate, and we can talk about that another day in relation to the cost of renting. Right? If somebody comes along to you and says, "You know, I want to rent one of your properties," and they look like a decent professional couple, but they have a dog. Now you have. I'll dog. rent to it. I'll rent to that decent professional couple but not their dog or not an animal shelter so you you can't have them they're not going to have a dog on your property no they're not even legal they, um, there's enough restrictions on us landlords but they are but, no but, but you, you have dogs yourself animals. you have dogs yourself you have dogs yourself 
Yeah, but they're not on anyone else's property, though. I know, but but would you not, if it was, a, say, a small dog? No, I wouldn't. No pets. No pets whatsoever. Across the board. If they had but a child. Totally you, but, but, okay, so if they have a child, would you refuse them? No, you wouldn't, obviously. No, but legally I couldn't. No. But so it's only the law that prohibits you from not to do it. So you would, you would do it if you could. Okay, but the no, point... No, I wouldn't myself, I wouldn't. But if they're giving you... See, if they're offering you an extra thousand euro deposits... Don't care what I'm giving. Don't care. Scott Moore, no pets. No pets. No pets. And what's the, what's, the, what's the fear? What's the worst a dog can do? The worst? Well, apparently, just the smell of it. The smell of a dog. The smell, they do smell. Well, so, no well it depends on how they're looked smell. after. Yeah, but I, I, have, a, I have a dog in the, the I have a dog in the house and there's no smell. Yeah, it's your house, and you can do what you want in your house. Yeah, but there's no smell off the dog. It's a little small Maltese. There's no smell off it. Dogs do cause that. Some dogs smell worse than others. Some dogs have that doggy smell. Some dogs. And if they're dogs. not looked after, if they're not cleaned and, and and washed every now and again and looked after, or they're allowed slobber all over the place. I mean, there would have to be. You could put in rules and regulations that the dog yeah, must but the be dog trained. Doesn't know rules and regulations. I'm not, I, I but just the wouldn't. Like an owner does. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't um, rent with, to anyone who has pets because that's been totally fair. Because I'm renting to people. I'm not even. I'm not even discriminating between people. I just won't rent to pets, and it's my property. And I. Said, yeah, but a large percentage of the population have pets. Well, then the large pets. Yeah, but the not large percentage of the population of pets rent. But, I mean, we are heading towards... I mean, if you look at, say, Germany, for example. I know Erica was from Germany. But in the German market, sort of 80% of the population, as far as I know, rent. They don't own their own property. Because it's no. a different type of market. And, they're different le- yeah, they're and different we, we are of heading a lot... Of, I mean, I can see in the next 20, 30 years in Ireland, that's the way we're probably going to be heading. There'll be a lot of rental. Yeah, but most of it, most of it would be um, over in Germany. That was very, just very few private landlords compared to Ireland. Most of the property over in Ger- Germany is owned by the, by the state. state councils. Yeah. The government, not over here. So the government can't even build enough pu- public housing over here. So it won't be 20 years. It could be, say, 40 or 50. It could be even longer. But it will be, in our lifetime, or even we will never have the German ma- model but, of renting. But does it, not, does it not make you sad that Dogs Trust received an alarming 75 emails from members of the public loving to give up their dogs because they couldn't take them into a rented property? No. That's just in the summer. No, because it's just a fine art. Someone wants their property. Now, landlords, some landlords do. It's up to a landlord. It's up to a landlord's discussion what he wants or she wants to do with their own property. I'm just saying I wouldn't. But if you're going to rent, you stand a better chance of renting or getting that apartment having your deposit if you don't have a pet. And that's just the way I am. But I'm not, we're not, landlords aren't legally obliged to. But if some landlords are to discretion, do let you rent if you have a pet. That's good. Yeah, yeah, but but I've heard of landlords not only charging you a thousand euro extra on deposit, which is okay, I accept that, right? But also charging a rent for the dog. That's common practice now, which I think is ridiculous. So they charge an extra 200 quid on your rental price. It's business. If you love that pet that much and you're able to rent, you pay it. It's called money. It's called business. But are you not discriminating against people because they have a pet? You're not allowed to discriminate because they have a child. No, but you can do it when you have a pet. Okay, but stay, but stay there because Marty, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Marty? How you doing, Ireland? Marty, I, I, I don't know. I, I, like, if we're going to have legislation, I, I believe we should have some sort of guidance and legislation on this. I mean, yes, charge people a deposit. I get that. I understand that because a dog might scratch at a door, do a little bit of damage, or he might have the odd poo on the carpet or something like that by mistake. It's unusual for dogs to do that, by the way. 
Yeah. But in saying that, you know, charging people rent or refusing them altogether, I, I just think it's wrong. Uh, yeah. It's usually people who like pets think it's wrong, Niall. Anyone who, you know, isn't really into animals and stuff. Now, I'm not a big fan of animals. I'm not a big fan of landlords either. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it should be just the landlord's discretion. It's their house. It's their room. You know, if I own my own house, I wouldn't want pets in it either. Pretty, pretty simple. Like that, that lady with the, the cockatiels. The cockatiels. Yeah, that's a big cockatiels. ask. I get yeah. that. It's a big ask. You can imagine the smell of the shit in the house. Never mind if it's a lino and replacing the lino. The smell would be unbelievable. It has to be like. Shit stinks, you know. Oh, no, well, it does. Yeah, it does, in fairness. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, not, I'm. I mean, look. I think Erica knows it's a big ask, and she's willing to pay. Very big ask. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she's willing to pay. You know what I mean? And her own landlord clearly doesn't have an issue. Now, the only reason she, her landlord is asking her to move out in January is because he's selling the property. So, you know, it's she's been there for eight years with her cockatiels. Is he definitely selling the property? Is well, no, well, that's, well, well, that's what she's saying anyway. <laughs> that's what she's saying. But either way, he's given her the standard uh, amount yeah. of time to get out. Oh, so yeah, he's been fair to her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So and it, there doesn't seem to be any issue in that regard. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. be my cup of tea to be living with 15 cockatiels, to be honest with you. But Marty, I, you know, I, I understand if an apartment block has a guideline that there is no pets. I get yeah. it. You know what I mean? And, and I, But I do believe that should be limited to pets that are not suitable for apartments. And certain breeds are not suitable for apartments. Smaller breeds are okay. Little Yorkies, etc., etc. But the likes of Labradors and Golden Retrievers and all that kind of thing wouldn't yeah. be suitable in an apartment. How do, how do they define? Like if well, by get, breed, by breed. I would I imagine, know, I by breed. Know, but if you get permission to take in a little dog and then you end up with an alication, sure, the landlord is very rarely going to come round to check. Hmm. Well, I, I, there has to be something there to protect people who have pets. Because if you're, if you're in a property with your little pet, right, and you have your little pet five or six years, and the landlord is selling the property so you have to get out, what are you going to do if most landlords will not take your pet? You can't, it's like saying, get rid of your child. That's not nice. Um, not Marty, you don't have a pet, so you don't get it, do you? You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm defending the rights of people who love their pets here. I understand that, but I, I don't know. I, it wouldn't be for me anyway. I, that's all. That, you know, I don't do anything. You know, I'm not a landlord. But if I was a landlord, you would. You wouldn't allow it. Well, no. I mean, Jude. I mean, do you, do you get what I'm trying to say there? It is like asking somebody to give up their child. No, it's not. Well, I mean, to some people it is, Jude. To you, it's not. Some people, but it really isn't. That's the something to put it. Really, in reality, it's not even near it. <laughs> You, well, if you've looked at some of the polls that I've put up on Twitter and here in the radio station by times as to how people and the importance people put on their pet dog or their cat, you will clearly see. And by the way, I think a cat is not suitable for an apartment block. Anyway, uh, but you will clearly see that people do put a huge level of importance as much as their children on their pets. But most of those people who have those pets who put that amount of importance on their pets probably don't have children. That's a stupid thing to say. They do. They you do have children. Most most pet. people have pets have children. Where where did you get I've that statistic from? I have pets and have a child. Yeah, but and do you I, value your I, do you I value your dogs? I love them, but I and I do. But I would not equate my dogs with the same importance as I with with the, the way I equate. It's a different importance. It's a different importance. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It. So you cannot say it's like giving up your child. It's, it's to some people, importance. it is. It's not like giving up your child. Yeah, and well, to some people it is. Let me well, sit there. Let me, okay, well, let me, let me go to Dolores. Dolores, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Dolores? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Dolores, um, you brought your dogs uh, to a hotel. 
we did just last weekend there, just two days ago, yeah. On holidays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the weekend, yeah. 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 And you said they were treated like kings. They were, yeah. We went to the Athlone Springs Hotel. Yeah. In Athlone. Uh, it's a pet friendly and hotel, I assume then. Yeah. Yeah, a dog friendly hotel. And there was about 10 dogs there at the weekend with different people. Right. And it was no problem. It was brilliant. They did an outdoor uh, garden that we could sit out there and have meals. and With the dogs? Really, yeah, with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. How many dogs do you have too? Um, it was me, my, my dog and my daughter's dog. Two dogs, yeah. Two dogs, okay. Yeah. Are they big dogs? Small dogs. Small dogs. dogs. Okay. No, small okay. Dogs. Do you believe that there should be legislation to stop landlords refusing people, particularly with smaller breeds of dogs? Oh, big time. Big time. I have no time for that. And that landlord has not been speaking to you there. Jude. You know by his... Well, yeah. You know by his... The way he speaks alone. That man has no heart for anybody. I don't Always no heart. <laughs> Maybe there should be legislation to for that too. Uh, what well, to have a heart? Maybe there should be legislation that you shouldn't have a heart, Jude. Well, you can't legislate yeah. for emotions or talk. Well, she brought her dogs on holidays, and even the hotel was pet friendly. There's lots of hotels. In fact, even abroad, most hotels will cater for pets. Yeah, well, that's a business. That's they're in that business. But we're talking about leasing a private property. Hotels aren't leasing property. They're renting it for a week, two weeks. It's not a long-term stay. Even the dogs aren't there long term. They're there for the duration of your stay. Yeah, but, but that's their business. Yeah, but I'm sure Dolores will testify that her dog. What's your dog's name, Dolores? Jeff. 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 And me, Jeff. And me daughter's dog is Novus. Yeah. Novus. Nova and Nova, Jeff. Nova and Jeff. Right. Yeah. I'm sure Dolores will testify that Jeff is an important member of her family. Of course Very she will. Important. She's a pet owner. Yeah. Yes, I'm a pet owner myself. Of course she will. Yeah, so... But that doesn't mean... A member of her family... But landlords don't... The dogs aren't an important member of my family or any other landlord's family. Do you own... Dolores, do you own your own home or are you renting? Oh, no, I own my own home. Okay. Yeah, Uh, I I own my own home, yeah. uh, And if you were ever in a situation where you were renting and you couldn't get a landlord to rent a property while you had Jeff, would you you rather sleep on the street? Oh, I sleep on the street and I... See what I mean? Well, you have that option. You're free to do that. Do <laughs> you see what I mean? Jude, you don't understand, Jude. That's how people love their dogs. I love my dogs, too. No, I'd rather sleep on the street than rent anything off, off Jude. <laughs> <laughs> what would make you think that I would be compelled to rent my dogs to you? Ah, let's yeah. not fight. Uh, listen, I've got to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 I'm asking, like Dolores went and had a lovely weekend with her dogs and her daughter uh, at a pet-friendly hotel. I'm asking you, so what was the name of the hotel again, did you say, Dolores? Oh, she's gone. It was in that loan, anyway. Um, I'm asking you, do you think landlords should have a right to deny somebody with a little pet dog? You know, I, I think we could stipulate certain breeds. You know, I, I could understand if it was a big, you know, a Rottweiler or something like that. It's going to be blob, blobbing and bouncing around the house. But little dogs, little cat, no... Cats, not in apartments. In houses, maybe, yes. But you can't have a cat, unless it's a pedigree cat that doesn't leave the house. You can't have cats coming in and out of windows in apartments. That's just wrong. By the way, do you remember last week we were talking about dogs? And we happened to talk about, you know, people's dogs that have passed away and stuff like that. Anyway, and the importance of dogs. You might remember Clinton, who was on, on the day. And he was telling us about his dog, Floyd, who was 19 years old. And he said, he kind of made this kind of joke that Floyd was in palliative care. And he had to lift him up and down steps. And he was he got very emotionally upset on the air. Well, sadly, a little bit of bad news 
well, a lot of bad news. Uh, Floyd sadly passed away over the weekend. So he says here, Hi Nile, I was talking to you last week about my dog Floyd. Well, Monday we said goodbye to my best friend and my 19-year-old baby and set him free from any more pain. Run free, Mr. Floyd. The house is so quiet and I miss his smell and his hair everywhere. So sadly, poor old Floyd, who we talked about the other day, he's gone. Won't be with us anymore. But you look, 19 years, it's a great life for a dog. And I'm sure, yeah, the man has lots of, Clinton has lots of happy memories. Uh, Colette, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Colette? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? I'm so sorry to hear about Floyd. Yeah, did you hear Clinton on the other day talking about Floyd? I did, I did. And you know what? I was so upset I didn't ring in because my poor little girl um, was, was very sick at the time. She died on Saturday. Oh, so no, I know exactly, Colette. I know exactly how he's feeling. And we who's your, who is your little girl? What was her Ruby. name? Ruby was my little girl oh. and she was 13. So not as good as 19, but we knew she was sick. We knew she didn't have long. And you know what? We have such great memories of her. And that's, that's all I can say. Well, that's all, that's all that matters, isn't it? All those yeah. lovely days of running around for walks yeah. and everything else. Yeah. yeah, We got her when the kids were small and she grew yeah. up with our children. And it's heartbreaking. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm sitting here now and I'm waiting for her to scratch on the door so she can come in and get a cuddle. Ah. You know what I mean? But what do you, what do you think of this idea that landlords are constantly refusing people with dogs? Do you believe that landlords should have an obligation, provided they're... Now, I, I have to be honest, in, fair, in fairness to landlords, provided they're small breed of dog, not larger yeah. breeds, do you think yeah. they should have some sort of obligation, as long as you pay them, a, a, you know, the extra deposit? Should they, should they have to take your dog? I don't know about an obligation, Niall, but I definitely think that if somebody applies to a landlord for a place and says... I have a dog, and listen, this is my only companion, and you know what I mean, I'd be lonely or whatever without this dog. I think the landlord should say, fair enough, as long as you keep the place clean, and the dog is not a bother to other neighbours or whatever. I think, yeah, definitely they should be allowed. I wrote in my text that I live on an estate, and the majority of houses around here have dogs, We've never had a burglary in our estate because... The dogs um, would bark, somebody, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when the postman was coming out because it'd be like a dog chorus outside <laughs> and my ruby would be up on the window and she'd be growling and I'd know the postman was coming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and dogs I are never, like, a, they're, they're a great alarm system. They really are. They are absolutely. Anytime anybody approached the house, Ruby would start growling, even if she couldn't see out the window. Yeah. Because I think dog's hearing Absolutely. Well, and, and the same goes, uh, Millie, my dog as well, is exactly yeah. the same. She would yeah. be barking before the person would get halfway up the garden. I know, and you know, the postman came yesterday and I had the front door wide open and he was looking in. I said, it's okay. I said, you don't need to worry anymore because if the door was left open, Ruby, Ruby would have been running out. out bit the ankles off be, him. <laughs> she, she'd be like a two-year-old going after him or trying to anyway. <laughs> well, see, but, um, I have a guy texting here. He says, no, I'm a painter decorator and I think dogs are bad for houses. The small ones are a nightmare eating the corners of the skirting boards, the spindles on the stairs and the big ones just put muck everywhere and dig up the garden. Yeah, but sure, that's half the fun, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, here's the the thing. If you were renting out a house and you had a couple with two small children, they they would do damage. That's why you charge a deposit. They would do damage. Yeah, yeah, I've had four children 
And I know the damage children can do to oh, my house. Oh, they wreck your house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Where they're walking the on carpets like, and mucky shoes yeah. and up and down oh, stairs. Oh, and paints and pseudocream and yeah. Vaseline <laughs> all over the Crayons on walls. Honestly, <laughs> Niall, no. I think, I think a dog is a wonderful thing and it adds so much to a person's life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's unconditional love. They never answer you back, Niall. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No matter how much they give out to you, they'll still jump up and yell and ask for a hug. Oh, they and do. And you know what I mean? Um, listen, I got to thank you, Colette. I, I have to go into news, but listen, Colette, thank you very much indeed. And I'm sorry you're once very again. Welcome, Niall. Thank I'm you. sorry to hear about poor old Ruby, but all right, thank you. You have lots of good memories with her, I'm sure. All right, now loads of people, by the way, texting. I can't believe the attitude of the very high percentage of landlords were totally ignorant of the plight of tenants and pets. I appreciate that animals can cause damage, but this is as simple as a clause in a tenancy agreement. It is discrimination, even though not legally implemented. Shame on them all. Uh, children can cause just as much damage if let by their parents, says Barbara. She has a point. Children can cause, if not more damage. I know, I just did that to her with the cockatiels. Um, would she not think of even renting a house and building her own kind of a little shed or something maybe to keep them in? Something that maybe be able to take it down when she's moving out? I don't know. Um, it's just another option there, like, you know, something that was her own, not necessarily belonging to the landlord, but just on the property that she's renting. Anyway, just said I might give it a shout to see my help. Bye-bye. Yeah, see, I did say that to her, but she insists the cockatiels stay in the house. She thinks it'll be too cold outside for the cockatiels. And she said she wouldn't do that to them, so she wants them in the aviary, in the house, in the conservatory. That's why she wants a house with a conservatory. I did ask the question on Twitter, by the way, should there be legislation put in place to make it mandatory for landlords to accept pets? 29% said yes, and 71% said no, surprisingly enough. Emma, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Hi, Niall. How are things? Yeah, just the final caller on this, Emma. But, I mean, do you believe landlords should have some sort of obligation to make allowances? No, I don't. Oh, right, <laughs> I okay. don't think so. Are you a landlord, by the way? I'm not a landlord. Gee, <laughs> okay. if I was, I'd be making the money, wouldn't I? Yeah, well, not I'm necessarily. Not, <laughs> I'm not are. a landlord, but I am a pet owner. I have 2.5 dogs. So 2.5, just I have one dog that uh, goes to my ex-husband's house one week and he's in my house. The other week. What, like an access like you have with children? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, I have... By the way, Ken, sorry for being dogs. really nosy now, right? Okay, so <laughs> the dog is, a, is it like co-parenting at the moment, okay? He is. He's so, with me now this week. He's downstairs. Right, so did you... Was that... I, I'm assuming you're just having your husband separated, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so... And I'm up... I don't want to... I, I want to be... Obviously, I've, I'm up... What's the word I'm looking for? I know it's family law and I know it's in camera and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> but is that part of the court order? That is that like access to children? Is that an we, official thing? We didn't, like? No, we didn't put it into the court order. We just done it ourselves. Okay, that's fine. I'm yeah, just, I'm just so, curious when the courts yeah. get involved in that. Yeah, no. In the interest of full transparency. <laughs> the dog, yeah. So he's with us like every second week and then we have our own... Does he bring the dog to McDonald's on a Saturday? <laughs> no, the dog doesn't get me. <laughs> And then I have other two other dogs here that are belonging to me and to my fiance. So that that's fine. I am a dog and animal lover. Right. With a hamster. Right. I'm looking for the thing to keel over, but unfortunately that's not happening. <laughs> right. But my, they te- they tend to make a lot of noise at night. Oh yeah, but so that, that's why the thing is downstairs. My daughter wants it in her room. I was like, ah. Not. Yeah, she so won't sleep. A, that, okay, my kids had the same problem years ago. They had hamsters. They thought it was a great idea to get them. The hamsters end out end up outside the bedroom door because uh, they make no. so much noise at no, night. No, no, downstairs it is. But so I'm not against pets or animals. I have them in my house. I have no issue with it. That, but I believe that's my decision. 
I want the dog to live in the house with us. Like, listen, my dogs are lazy. They just lie around anyway. But that's my decision. So I don't think it's fair for people to expect a landlord to accommodate their decision. Like, if, they're, if they don't own the house, then I don't think they have a right to dictate. I know they're paying rent and they're paying for the house and that's fair enough. Um, you know, but the landlord would look after the repairs and all that kind of stuff. Like if the washing machine's broken, the landlord has to replace it. If they want to paint the room blue, they have to ask the landlord first, that kind of stuff. I know that. But I don't think it should be in law that the landlord has to accommodate pets because some people, like I hoover mock Nile in my downstairs every single day. Yeah. Every single day because of the hair, uh, when it's shedding season. And like, it's not dirty, but I hoover mop it anyway because that's me. I'm a clean person. I just don't want hairs or, you know, just dogs. I just hoover mop. Every day. And is there a dog people, smell in your house? Um, yeah, this I don't know because I think I'm accustomed to it. My nose, I don't know. All the people yeah. who do are not used to dogs might yeah, sniff Yeah, I it. always would ask them, but now I would have plugins everywhere and I would have candles going, not all day, every day now, but yeah. if someone is coming over and stuff, I'll have my sensors out and stuff. I wouldn't like to think that there is a dog smell in my house. I hope there isn't, but... That's the, yeah, not, but you wouldn't know it anyway. I know, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I would go out of my way to ensure that it is not there. You know, and you consider your dogs to be part of your family. Ah, yeah, yeah. But see here, see, you're all right, Emma. This is a bit of an all right. I'm all right, Jack. Situation. Yeah, because I have the house. Yeah, because you have a house. Yeah, hundred percent. But, but if you, if it, but if your separation had turned out differently, let's say, right? Yeah, uh, and if you, I was renting, and yeah, you were renting, I know, but then I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out and get an animal, but then, of course, if you're put into a situation like that and you already have, have an one, animal... What do you do? Do you yes, get rid of it? That's very difficult, but I don't know the answer to that. I just don't feel that it, the responsibility lies with the but, landlord. But, okay, but I, I get what you're saying about forcing landlords, but maybe an agreement could be come to... Like they, I know landlords that do accept them will charge you a deposit of, say, an extra thousand well, quid. And I accept that. Has the do- accept the do- my ex-husband's landlord accepts the dog once every two weeks and... yeah. He doesn't pay for the dog renting because it's only every so often he hasn't. But I don't like that. That extent to me is just a nice landlord, you know. Yeah. Well, I suppose it depends on the landlords. Yeah. And, but now lately, some landlords are charging extra money per on rent for dogs. And I think that's absolute madness because they already have a deposit. So if the dog damages the property, absolutely, or does something to the property, more like it could fall yourself if you had a few drinks taken and damaged the door or something. I well, don't you know. could sign it into the agreement that if the dog does extra damage, like you know, peas on the carpet or something like that, and it has to be replaced after you leave, well, well and good, you have to pay for it. Yeah, I don't. I think it's ridiculous to charge extra for. And charge an extra for the animal. I think that's just greed. Okay, but sorry, just before I go, because Eilish wants to say something as well. Eilish, you're in Ireland's classic case, Adrian. Hi, Nile. You heard what Emma said. She understands the plight of the landlord and she doesn't believe it should be legal that you have to take them. But in saying that, maybe people could be all in agreement. Uh, Eilish, what what do you think? What do I think? Okay, like I said to Ruth there a while ago, okay, Um, you uh, rent property to human beings, right? Yes. If you have a dog, once you uh, feed the dog, wash yep. him yep. or her, clean him, let them out to do their poo-poos yep. and uh, wash them, and they are less likely to wreck a place than humans. Okay, well, I would probably think so. You're probably right. Absolutely. I have two dogs myself now. One of them <laughs> did tear up one of my my uh, pillows, but that doesn't matter. It well, doesn't matter. Doesn't... I love them. Yeah. And it's your pillow. It's like an old pillow on one of the coaches downstairs, you know. Oh, right. It was part and of the sofa, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't so think the landlord would be too happy now if he if that was a landlord's house. But I'd replace it. 
simply right. that, yeah, you know. When, when I would lev- never, uh, I've, you know, I have rented properties, but I never had animals or dogs or anything in any rented properties, but I'm mm. in my own home now here in Waterford. Yeah. But, um, like, it's like, first of all, can I just say to that man, the last slide, oh my God. I know. My heart goes oh, out stop, to him. would you? The amount of texts oh. coming in from people, oh. setting in their commiserations to poor old Clinton and his no, dad Floyd. I lost two doggies, um, about 20 years ago in Kerry, back home in Kerry, uh, I was at work one evening and my friend, my daughter and her friend were out walking and they found, it was after a thunderstorm, and he was a Dutch smoothie or something, beautiful dog. And they rescued him and they washed him and blow dried him and everything, bread, and uh, he, he, he became a beautiful pet. But... Uh, we lost him during the Rugby World Cup in 2017, I think. Okay. But anyway, that's fine. Sorry, I'm distracting. No, 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 but no. I understand how difficult it can be to, to lose it a pet. It was just heartbreaking. Yeah. He was out the front playing with the other two at the time. And we came in. He had a beautiful house out the back made of marine ply, which was lovely and warm for him. And... He loved his house. He wasn't really a house dog, but uh, anyway, he... I get it. I, I get it. And, 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 and to all the people by texting in pictures of their dogs and everything else, thank you very much indeed. Some people sending in pictures of dogs that have died like, on them. I but I, I mean, we spoke last week about how important dogs are to people, and they are very important to people. They are very important. See, um, and this is Emma. So you just come back to Emma. See, Emma, you listen to Eilish there talking very affectionately about her dog. That, I am, yeah. yeah. I have and, yet to lose a dog, Niall. Like my, oh, the dog who I share custody of, he's 13 and a half. So I'm dreading it. I know, I'm it's telling not you, nice. Emma, 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 uh, when Brad died, um, we were after coming in, it was October and it was cold, and we lit the fire and I was saying, Brad, come on away in, come on away in, and my partner had been upstairs or somewhere at the time. I started screaming, I went out, and he was frothy and came out dead. Oh. And then... And what happened 18? to him? What, what, he just have a heart I attack? I think he got a heart attack. He was about oh, 15, no. I think. Right. But then again, uh, Niall, we have... Mm, people who like to throw all things over the wall. You oh, know? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yep. Um, what well, do you think? Maybe but, poisoned by somebody. Yes. Oh, yes, right, I okay. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, um, 2018 yeah. in July, my sister died. Right, and six weeks later, I had a beautiful Yorkie named Boo. Right, and one morning I was getting ready for work, and she came down the stairs, and she was in trouble. And so, in other words, what you're trying to tell me is Emma hasn't really experienced that yet. She hasn't. No. And I'll tell you what happened now, Emma. Oh, my God. But, but anyway, I, I, I'm I, sorry because I have to push on with the topic. But, Emma, you've been listening to Eilish. You've been listening yeah. to... You heard Clinton. I don't know whether you heard Clinton on Friday talking yeah, about his dog. And, yeah, no, I did. And, uh, Jay's that broke everybody's heart on Friday when he was talking about poor old Clinton or poor old uh, Floyd. And Floyd now has passed away this weekend, sadly. No, after 19 sad. years. Um, very sad. And, very and this is the point I'm trying to make about, you know... You can't, like, if you're in a situation, now I know the woman earlier on was talking about her cockatiels, right? But if, let's say if it was a dog, uh, the cockatiels is unusual. But she loves them anyway. That's the main thing. And, like, if you're in a situation where you're out of an apartment or a house because your lease is up and you're looking for somewhere else to live and you have a little dog, you know, that you've had 10 years, you're not going yeah. to, the, the, the landlords are all saying no to you. You're not just going to abandon your, some people do, actually. No, you you're wouldn't just going to abandon, abandon your dog. No, you wouldn't. You would. Yes, Eilish. They are scared. 
security, right? There'd be nobody come near my house with my dogs. I had two people here last summer in the height of the pandemic, a roasting hot day, uh, selling two pairs of black socks, right? They shouldn't have been in our estate. and They were selling black socks? Oh, two pairs of black socks. All they were doing was looking, looking oh, to eyeing up the place. Dog. Oh, to rob the dog. Yeah. All right. So I have a weapon inside my gate. My well, gate well, well, what's, your, what's your weapon, Eilish? A hatchet. You're a hatchet? I would never hurt anybody. I, well, I would hope just, you wouldn't, Eilish. Not at all. I no, would never. Jeepers, but just be careful now. If you if you have a hatchet and somebody... Fear of it. I know. Hatchet or a shovel. Yeah, well... That's well and good, but if somebody comes to do you harm, and I understand why you want to protect yourself, and you produce a hatchet, all I'd be in fear of is they take the hatchet off you and do some damage to they you. They couldn't because there's a big wall between me and oh, them. Right, you okay. know, And well, they were there eyeing off the dogs. Two or three more little points before I let you go. Um, yes. You know, isn't it a lot better to have the little doggies in a safe place than the second thieves everywhere? Everywhere. They're sickening. Oh no, well, look, I know we talked about that during the year. Listen, ladies, I have to wrap it up. Emma, thank you very much indeed. No, and, and, and thanks, Eilish. Thanks for telling us all about your dogs and your hatchets and your shovels that you're going to hit people with and all sorts of things. I would advise anybody, like Eilish, I understand why people want to have something, you know, quite lethal for protection, but if you are going to use something quite lethal, just be very, very careful because if that's somebody who's intent on causing you harm takes that lethal weapon off you, you could find yourself in a lot of trouble. And also, if you do use it on somebody, you could find yourself in a lot of trouble. Uh, the law doesn't look at it favourably that if you hurt somebody who happens to be robbing you. But I know we could have a whole debate about that, what they do deserve and don't deserve. And, of course, you would have your defence of self-defence, or what they call reasonable self-defence. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.